welcome back. This is Brother Dave with the Lost Kings Podcast. Just want to take this opportunity and thank everyone for tuning in and listening in. and uh, The great responses that I've been receiving. So grateful to all of you. It's been a while since I've recorded. And uh, we've been going through some, some things, you know. Have uh, some more losses. And uh, I guess I do want to give honor to my my late cousin, Princess, that passed away just recently. You know, I I spoke on the last episode, which was on mental illness. And I pretty much was speaking on some situations that had happened to my cousin, Princess's son, who had just passed away recently. And she's been going she was going through some terrible um, repercussions of how he had died and uh, come to find out just recently she passed away and it was devastating to me to those that knew her and um, you know so in honor of her princess cousin princess I just wanted to say to the podcast community that uh, she is deeply missed But I am so glad that I know that she gave her life to Christ and she was a a God-fearing person. So I know that she is resting in peace along with her son. And I have to apologize because the the episode of the mental illness episode, it was actually a three-part series. But I can't seem to find the recording that I needed to use to complete the the other two episodes that's linked to this uh, segment. So until I can find it, I'm going to have to continue to go on. So, but thank you anyway for listening. I also have a quick announcement concerning the monies that have been being uh, collected and uh, sent in by my listeners and supporters. I am having a problem with receiving or retrieving the monies. Even though it's collecting, it doesn't seem like I'm going to be able to use the monies that I wanted to use to help people that are in need of clothing or food or just any type of help that we would usually do. So I'm pretty much going to be using my own personal money to help out. But I just wanted to to say to those of you that have been supporting, thank you so very much. And if you choose to discontinue of your support financially, it's okay. I understand. I will let you know when I'm able to retrieve the monies that you have sent so far so I can use that money to help those who are in need. But up to this point, I'm still having a problem with how to retrieve the money. I see it's there, but I just can't seem to retrieve it. So if you want to pull out from your support, I truly understand. But if you want to continue your support, I still understand and greatly appreciate it because eventually I will figure out how to retrieve the money and use it for good. Until then, again, my wife and I we will use our money and we will do what we can to help those who are in need. We have one family that we are helping out with our gifts and you know they're 
in a pretty bad situation um, out of their home and into a shelter and so we want to be able to be a blessing to them and we will be so if you do continue your support i promise you when i am able to retrieve it i will use it for good every penny of it so i just wanted to to put that out there um i do have one supporter that had um canceled their their support and i just want to say to them thank you so very much because you were one of the very first to support this podcast financially and it is so greatly appreciated and i want you to know that every set that you have sent even though i haven't able been able to retrieve it yet we have matched that money and used our money to help those who are in need so i understand if you are not able to financially to continue but i don't want you to feel bad at all because you have done something that many have not done which is support financially to this podcast so thank you so very much i can't thank you enough and to those of you that have not supported financially if you feel like you want to i'm i promise you it's okay you can send your monies and it is locked away right now but when i'm able to retrieve it it will be used for the good of those who are in need so i just got finished recording a zoom podcast with a dear friend of mine's a sister that is in the faith and has been called by God to start a podcast and her name is Denise Overton and her podcast name is Ripples of Healing and she has also used the Anchor app which is also on Spotify and uh, Apple anywhere you listen to your podcast you can listen to her podcast or mine's and again we greatly appreciate that now on Denise's podcast The Ripples of Healing we pretty much was speaking about her first episode which was a trauma that had happened to her on a sexual nature and has also affected me because I also had went through trauma with sexual um, assault when in my younger days so we spoke more in detail about those things and and uh, and the fact of how the mental illness is is so prevalent in our time today and how we can help those who are suffering through the same types of trauma that we have both experienced and how we could help those to find their way to a healthier mental state so i highly encourage you to listen to that it's actually a zoom podcast so you actually can get a chance to see me i haven't taken part of zoom podcast on my podcast as of yet it is a new feature that we have and um, i am looking forward to recording in that way as well as of now i will do it the old school way and and just do speaking podcasts speaking podcasts like this kind of reminds me of old school radio you know listening to a show on the radio and that's pretty much what this is so thank you again for listening
So, but what I wanted to speak on today, you know, I always talk about uh, different things that's going on, and it's been a while since I recorded, so I want to just kind of touch on a couple of things, and uh, after this podcast or this episode, I will do my best to try to bring out the second part of the mental illness and the third part as well. But until I get that recording, we're going to just uh, go back to the basics of how we normally do. So I thanked everyone, and I truly thank you again. I can't thank you enough. So I just want to just open up with a brief prayer, and, uh, and then we'll go from there. So, Heavenly Father, dear God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, take this opportunity to thank you for waking us up to see another day, because truly, we did not have to see another day. So thank you again for your love and mercy and kindness and your finger of love of waking us up to be blessed to see the sunlight again and to have opportunity to be able to help someone or for us to even get closer to you or to learn more of you, to receive more knowledge, wisdom and understanding that we be able to move forward in you. And I pray that you will continue to lead and guide us on the path of righteousness that we would be a blessing to someone. So in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, I truly thank you and bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. So, you know, I started, I was talking about my cousin Princess. I'm going to tell you, I was so devastated because Princess and I have been working together with helping her understand the loss of her son. And she was doing great. And I can't really say how she passed away because I honestly don't know. It just, one thing I know is that she had uh, some complications with her breathing and shortly after she passed away. Now, I know she also had um, just had a hip operation. So I don't know, it could have been medication or it could have been a blood clot. It could have been so many different things, but I haven't gotten the, the information of the autopsy, so I don't know. But what I do know is that the last time that I uh, that she reached out to me or that we spoke and I was asking how she was doing because she was just um, like I said coming off of this operation and the last thing I remember she sent to me she said she was so happy and so giddy that she felt so well even though the operation was recent she felt like she was healing well and she was so excited to be healthy and moving forward and I realized I missed a call from her so I called her and come to find out it wasn't her it was her daughter and her daughter told me that her mother had passed away the night before I was devastated it's not rare or it's rare that I get devastated over death because especially when I know the person has given their life to the Lord I know that they're in good hands they're resting with him but for some reason I guess because I wasn't prepared for that for that comment that she passed away the night before it, it struck me harder than than normal but she was a she was a listener to this podcast and she encouraged me tremendously and I know she hadn't listened to the last episode because it was it was concerning her son and it was speaking about mental illness and her son had died during his mental illness in a tragic way 
So it was really hard for her to listen to the last episode, but she had assured me that she was getting better and she was going to listen to it. So the fact that she wasn't able to listen to it, it encourages me even more to continue to move forward, to speak, to help, to be led by God, to hopefully heal or to encourage someone to do better, to get help if they have any type of mental illness or situations that they believe that they're dealing with concerning their mental state. So I'm going to tell you something. I am going to be 59 years old in March and I have been dealing with therapists and now I am about to uh, embark on a new therapist doctor concerning PTSD, two situations of my PTSD. One is of a sexual nature of my abuse when I was a child uh, from a, a neighbor of the block that had sexually abused me for a time probably of maybe a year and a half to two years. And, and I didn't realize how much that has affected my life. So it's important for me to get help in this situation, in this area. And I want to be transparent in it because I want others to know that if you have experienced any type of trauma in your life, whether it be sexual or um, physical beating or, or anything, if you haven't gotten help, I am pleading with you to seek help because you might think that you are fine and healthy, but PTSD concerning these situations is real and it's it, it's devastating. It can destroy your marriage. It can destroy relationships or friends. It can destroy the, the person that God has probably called you to be with. You can end up destroying that relationship if you don't seek professional help. You know, we are firm believers in receiving help in in a mental capacity because we know that our body is led by our mind. So if your mind is not healthy, you can go down the wrong path and end up being in a, a very traumatic situation. So um, when I come back from the break, I'm going to maybe give a couple of numbers. So if anyone's listening, if they feel like they needed to uh, reach out to someone, they can. You know, and and you know what? I, I believe I spoke I on my last uh, episode. I spoke on the fact of my mental illness situation that had led me to think that my family and everybody else would be better off without me, and I was very close to committing suicide. Now this is probably about uh, seven years ago, I believe, and um, I have never thought about committing suicide ever again. Like I said, I, I've got I have help. I have therapists, and and I just want to be more transparent about it because I want people to know that even if you know someone and they seem completely fine and healthy, you never know what they might be going through, and you might be a person that is going through some things like that. So I want to be able to help give some type of resources or speak a little bit more about um, how to go about getting the help. And if you haven't listened to the last podcast episode, please do, because there are some uh, critical, critical informations that the professor is speaking about. 
And I have spoke to Professor David Hodge, and he also assured me that he will uh, come on the podcast with me so we can discuss it in further and at length. So we definitely want to be a help to everyone. So please keep tuning in and uh, be encouraged. Keep the faith. And if you have received Christ as your personal Savior, remain Jesus strong. Very important. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we come back. We're going to uh, discuss a couple more things concerning these issues, and hopefully, we'll be able to tap on to tap on a couple of issues that will be able to help someone to lead them to the proper path of righteousness. We'll be back after this quick break. again for rejoining us we truly appreciate it so I wanted to start off by giving some information to anyone that thinks they might need to speak to someone concerning mental health or mental behavior and one of the first numbers that I have here is from the All Points North Lodge it's 855-935-1330 and also, just in case I know I have a lot of military personnel that listen also, that they have a 24-hour, 24-7 hotline, and it is through the Aspen Behavior Health Clinic, and that number is 866-704-4499. I'll repeat those numbers again at the end of this podcast, but I just wanted to go into a little bit more details about what had happened to me. Excuse me. I was, well, let me start off by saying that we had just moved into a new house on, uh, in East Flatbush, Brooklyn, New York, on 59th Street, Beverly and Clarendon. That's where we lived. And when we moved in there, we probably was about the third family of color on that block. Now, this trauma didn't happen to me. I think I might have been maybe seven years old, seven, eight years old when we first moved there. So this didn't happen to me until I was like around 10 to 11 years old. But the reason why I wanted to speak about where we moved is because it was a very nice area. However, our finances weren't that great. I always say that six months out of the year, we would have no gas and we would, ha- we would have electricity. But the other half of the year, we would have electricity and no gas. So to, the reason why I wanted to explain that part or to point that out was the fact that that shows you we didn't have a great financial backing at that point. 
so we weren't able to get the, the nice clothes or the nice sneakers for school time mostly what we had were hand-me-downs and whatever little bit of things mom and dad was able to to purchase for us but I was very high on sports I loved to play football in the block that we lived on all the kids we all played football we played uh, softball punch ball all different types of things so the one uh, older kid Hispanic young man very very good in the sports and he of course would help us how to be better sports players or, or athletes and at that time he always had really nice clothes and was always uh, wearing the latest fashions and the best gloves for baseball or come out with the new uh, bats and balls to play games I used to go down to his house and spend a lot of time with his family not really speaking on the fact that we didn't have lights in the house or it was cold or whatever it may be but I used to stay in his at his family's house throughout the day and his mother was wonderful and his sister's wonderful and and they almost took me in as if I was one of, of their family and I which I greatly appreciated and my mother also appreciated also because his mom would help help us out by giving me some of his hand-me-downs or should I say gently used clothes which to me seemed like they were brand new clothes compared to what I had and as the the years went by he would start to use that against me to the fact that he was giving me so many things that I should do something for him. Now, mind you, I was nine, maybe 10 years old when this conversation was starting to happen. And I didn't know any better. And I wanted to keep getting the good things, the good, uh, the finer clothes. So he was able to use that over me to start to seduce me and abuse me sexually. And I always felt like it was my fault because I let it happen. Little did I know that it was all his fault, none of mine. But not to go into details of, of what happened, but the bottom line was that had a tremendous effect on my life afterwards. Now this went on for about a year and a half to two years. And then after that, I was determined to not let that happen again. That I didn't need him, I didn't need his clothes and I could make it on my own. And I remember at a younger age, giving my life to Christ and uh, trying to do better. And had a, you know, listen to some of my other episodes, you'll see some of the stories that I talked about as far as how God had uh, delivered me and saved me in different ways at that young age. But the reason why I wanted to bring this up, and I had not mentioned this in details, is that I realized that so many other people are going through the same thing. And that's what Denise Overton on her podcast, Ripples of Healing, 
was um, we was discussing when her first episode she was discussing in details what happened to her. For me, I struggled with making sure that I was going to not be uh, a bisexual individual. I wanted to be heterosexual and and live on on that premise. But what happened? That had allowed me to be the womanizer that I had became, the abusive person that I had became sexually to women and not respecting them for who they were. And so, you know, the reason why I'm I'm speaking about that is because I know other people are going through similar situations. And here I am at 59 years old and I'm now seeking a new help because it's PTSD because it's a trauma that had happened to me in my youth and I realize now how it had affected me and how it's even still affecting me to this day so you know the reason why I want to discuss this is because I heard I heard Oprah Winfrey speak on this that how mental illness needs to be spoken more needs to be spoken as if it's a natural thing it's something that happens because so much things have happened to people that have been through so many different types of trauma that it it almost feels like oh I can't talk about that because I talk about that then people think something's wrong with me it's almost like if you break your leg you're not going to go to your own house and try to fix mend it yourself you're going to go to the doctor you're going to go try to get help so mental help is available and when we are broken mentally it is important that we seek professional help now i've spoken to some younger people that believe that uh, today of, of this time that whatever trauma they went through or whatever they went uh, might have gone dealt with that they feel like they can handle it themselves they feel like they can talk to their friends or they can uh, just internalize it and fix it on their own But I'm here to tell you that that is a huge mistake. You have to seek professional help. If you don't, you're going to think that you are well and you will live the rest of your life being sick. And because of that, that's how you can devastate your relationships that, that you are in or that are going to be for the future. So... That's that's about what I just wanted to cover as far as that, you know, and um, I just want to be transparent in that area. And one of the saddest things about this situation is that I just now started speaking about it just recently, not not a, a few years ago. And I'm going to tell you something. If I didn't speak on it, I would be still holding it in and still becoming more unhealthy in my mind so I do feel better that I'm speaking about it and I'm hoping that I am helping someone who's listening to also get some help or to seek some help so I wanted to speak about something else briefly because I also I mentioned that I have two different situations that I'm dealing with which was that one which was the sexual uh, PTSD trauma and the other one was through the military you know, now, if any of my listeners have young people that are in the military, 
I, I just want to tell you something. The military is very cruel. And when I say that, when I was 17, I went to uh, Germany at 18 years old, pretty much almost going on 19. And it was my choice to go to Europe. I wanted to go. I wanted to leave the United States and go abroad and see the world. And I chose to go to Germany. Now, I wasn't good in history and I didn't listen well in history. If I knew better, I wouldn't have went because they were during, this was during the Cold War. And I didn't even understand what Cold War meant back then. The word war, I understood. And when I went to Germany, I had just got there, just got my equipment, just signed in, and I, I was assigned to an infantry unit. Now, about probably the second day that I was there, we had a major alert. And a major alert seems like you're going to war. Now, me, as an 18 or 19-year-old, not understanding what's going on, I had just gotten my equipment. I wasn't even assigned to uh, a proper unit. And when they told me to go to where I had to go, I did what I was told to do. Had all my equipment, and we was out there in the fields in Germany. We had to load up all the tanks and all the trucks and the, the M11 vehicles because we were going to war. Now, with the military, when I say they were cruel, is what they did was use that alert to make it seem like it was real, like we was going to war for real. And when they did that, that traumatized me. I didn't, I wasn't expecting to come to Germany and just go to war. But that's what my mind was uh, accepting. And they they allowed me to think that we was going to actual war for about the next week and a half to two weeks. And at one point we was in tents. Other points we was living in the fields. Before we went to the tents, we was living out there in the fields. I didn't have anywhere uh, proper assignments, so I had to going to be with this tanker and you had to sleep on top because there wasn't enough space for you to sleep on the inside so when I woke up we was parked in the, in the hills and the tank was well it wasn't a tank it was an M11 it was an armored vehicle but I used to sleep on top of it when, and we were in the woods so it wasn't on level ground it was slanted so I would get into my sleeping bag I had to tie myself down with my belt so I wouldn't fall off and then in the morning, I would wake up and I was covered in snow. Now, the guys that were in the vehicle, they were laughing at me. They found it funny. I didn't find it funny, but I still had to adapt. And then to get our breakfast, you had to crawl on your, your hands, your knees, your belly with your weapon on your in the bend of your elbow and go get your food and come back with your cold food and go back into the, the foxhole and eat your food. And this whole time, I'm thinking we are, were at war because they were training us to respond as if we was in war. Why not just tell me this was a, a drill and this is your training? So then being in the, the tanker's field, when we finally got to the point that where we had tents, the tanks were shooting off their ammunition very close to us. So I'm thinking we, again, are close to the war. And then finally, I found out that it was all a training, but the damage had already been done. 
So I just want you to know if you have someone that's in the military that has gone through certain types of experiences like this, you might want to make sure that they um, have it written down that there was some trauma in in their in their life of the military. Now I do know this military personnel that have been to war. Now me, I wasn't at war. I, w- I wasn't in Afghanistan. I wasn't in those places. So those people that are in war and came back home, trust me, they need help. If they think they don't, you need to make sure that they seek the help. So I want to give these numbers out again. I'm going to start with the military one. And it is it's Aspen Behavior Health. And the telephone number is 866-704-4499. That's 866-704-4499. And then it also is the first one, which was All Points North Lodge for non-military is 855-935-1330. That's 855-935-1330. I just wanted to give that information to you and I just wanted to talk to you about these things because they are tremendously important. So I'm going to end this episode here. Again, I just want to thank everyone for listening and those of you that are spreading the word and and those of you that are financially supporting everyone. Thank you so very much. And a special thanks to Denise Overton, who has taken on the reins of being led by the Holy Spirit to also start her podcast. Congratulations to you. And I wish you so well in your endeavors and continue to stand strong to everyone. Keep the faith, be encouraged, and remain Jesus strong. And if you haven't given your life to Christ, take the opportunity to allow the Lord to come into your heart. All you have to do is ask him to come into your heart, and he will. At that moment, he will come into your heart, and he will lead and guide you to the path of righteousness. I love you all. God bless you. Please continue to stand strong in Christ. In God's name, Jesus the Son, I pray that everything will be going oh well, oh so well for you and your family. God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening. And tune in for our next episode coming very soon. God bless. Have a great day.